This is Pastor George Pearsons. We welcome you. We're so glad that you're with us on this very special Believer's Voice of Victory series that we're doing, Faith for Our Nation. The elections are right around the corner. These midterm elections are so important. They're so crucial. And that's what we've been learning this week about how crucial they are. And I know that everyone who is listening to us, who is watching us and is able to vote, you are going to vote. And we're helping you with this, helping you to clarify some things. And I have with me uh, on our set, which, by the way, this is the very set that we're going to be sitting at uh, the Tuesday of the election, covering the election right here. America stands election coverage in the spirit of faith. And so I have uh, one of those commentators who will be with us that night. And it happens to be my wife. Pastor Terry Copeland Pearson. I'm so, so glad you let me come on. Yeah, I I'm so glad. this opportunity. I love this. Well, you've got so much to say, and, and especially our topic today where Israel is concerned. Yes, sir. Um, we're going to be talking about that. And, of course, Buddy Pilgrim. Buddy, welcome back. Thank you, George. Again, thank you for all that you do for our ministry as a board member, for the body of Christ in teaching the business principles along with the Word of God, and then also how you have stirred the body of Christ in all of the political campaigns yeah. that you've been involved in. And I love Paul, it. <laughs> and, and Paula White Kane, thank you for being honor. with us. What, what a treat it is to have. Treat is not a good word. What, what an amazing thing <laughs> it is to have you. I feel like it's a treat to be here. So, I mean, I'm just so honored. You I mean, are, you are a, a wonderful pastor, speaker, uh, television broadcaster. But the Lord has you on a very interesting assignment. You and I talked about this a few days ago about the, or yesterday, the full-orbed office of the pastor and how he has called you in to this realm. You, you have a front row seat with the Trump administration. You've been friends with them for 18 years, and now he's calling on you as spiritual advisor and counseling him on all of these issues that we're talking about. We are so glad that you're there. Amen. Thank you. And so glad that you're here with Amen. us. It is my honor. I want to mention something before I forget it. Yeah. You know, Paula just spoke at EMIC mm -hmm. on September the 9th. Right. Now, I know this is uh, the week before the election right, or two right. weeks before the election, but I want to encourage you, go to oh, EMIC's website, yes. and you need to find the September 9th oh, yeah. uh, service where Paula spoke. Because this woman can preach, wow. and she can preach the Thank word, you. and she Thank can preach God. the word about politics, and it was phenomenal. It really was. It will encourage you. You know, I think it's important to say this. It will encourage you to hear what kind of influence is in the White House, mm -hmm. though she represents Christians at large, and yet there is a word that she, in a non-compromising spirit of faith where she goes to the scripture Amen. and bases things not on a political sway, but rather on the word of God. And what I like about you, Paula, is that I don't care if it's the president or anyone else, you're, you don't compromise what Amen. you see that the scripture stands for. Yeah, and right. I appreciate that about you first and foremost. So thank, thank you. you and thank God. Thank Amen. you. I mean, so to me, that's all the word of God. And that's why this is so important what we're doing right now. Our nation was founded on men who wanted and believed in separation between they didn't want to be a part of a state religion they didn't want to be under government control that they could worship freely when we look at the foundation of what our nation was on and the sacrifice yes. that was paid mm -hmm. um, we have to understand our responsibility and duty to preserve the values 
um, the integrity of we're just a baby nation if you think about yeah. it. Yes. I mean, yeah. we're a baby nation and uh, history, as we know, can repeat itself. Well, what are we going to repeat? I believe that it is our responsibility to make sure that what this land was dedicated on and men that put those white crosses at Plymouth and walked them all the way down and believed God um, that this would be a beacon and a lighthouse to the nations yes. and to the world for the gospel of yes. Jesus Christ to go forth. Um, it's imperative. And our Constitution, what makes us great <laughs> is our Constitution. What makes us great is our values. And it is our responsibility to protect this. We saw in uh, the children of Israel and all throughout the Word of God, I call it that Judges chapter 2, verse 10 moment, when just one generation stopped following the Word of God, they fell away from everything. And God forbid, we do not want to fall away. And to me, when the judgment of God is when the hand of God is lifted from you, God, don't lift your yeah. hand. I believe it is our finest days that we're yes. going to have an outpouring yes. of God's Amen. spirit. Yes. But with that, it is important that we put the right people in the right positions yes. seated. And God uh, has and left I'm, us with that. I'm going to support, support a party that is supportive of the things that we stand for, that we Amen. believe. I, I've had on the desk here... Democratic platform, Republican platform, and the Bible in the middle. And this guy right here is the one that, that, that really connects. Most aligns. Most aligns with the Bible. And we've been talking about various issues, abortion, religious freedom. And we have a president in office right now yeah. who, who ran his campaign on a promise. Yeah. And that promise was to move the embassy Amen. from uh, Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. Correct. And he did it. He did it. He did it. I say promise made, promise kept. Yes. Yep. And what's so important about that is we had several former presidents that campaigned on the same promise. They campaigned for several administrations, yep. not just yep. President Obama, but many, but they did not do it. Well, it's been a law passed by Congress since, yes. I forget now, yeah, it's either, 19, exactly. either 1994 or 96. Mm. It's while Bill Clinton mm -hmm. was president. Congress passed a law, the president signed it, that the United States would move its embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem for the nation of Israel and recognize Jerusalem as the eternal capital. However, that law said that the president had the authority to postpone the, the decision Correct. for yeah. six months. Yeah. And for every six months they since that it's day, every president has delayed it until Donald J. Trump came along. Yes. And right before he took office, President Obama delayed it for six months for the first time. Okay? Correct. And then President Trump delayed it one time to push it from being January of this year yeah. to make it May of this year. Well, it, when it came around the second time in January this year, he said, I'm not going to postpone it anymore when it was up for renewal again. Yeah. And then he waited until... May the what was it? It's 17th? right here. I should know. I was there. You were there. It was the seventieth. May fourteenth. May fourteenth. Yeah. It was the seventieth anniversary of the founding of the state of Israel. Israel. And Brother Copeland and I were there to honor Israel and to honor what President Trump had doing. It was amazing. And Paula, you you were in the thick of that. I mean, how difficult was that in terms of? You were telling us the other day yeah. that leaders all over the, the world were calling the White House. I was sitting here looking at just the, I was going to read all the stats and go through it, and we've pretty much summarized it and everything. And I'll never forget that um, I was working and I was doing some work with prison reform, and I was working with Jared's office and Office of American Innovation over at OPL, and we were working on all different issues. And I kind of popped my head in on something, and, and the president said, here everyone was. I mean, it, I was actually there those days. So he made the announcement that we were moving 
it. And about every president, every prime minister from all over the world said, you don't know what you've just done. You've just created like World War III. It's going to be absolute disaster. Except, except Guatemala. Except for Guatemala. <laughs> Amen. And uh, with the exception, I mean, it was, and, and it was a little bit, you know, you don't know. He's, you're kind of sitting there. And, but we knew the promise. I said, That's sir. Right. Yeah. And I said to him, I said, you've done the right thing. I said, I, I don't know if I said trust me on this, and I know many people did. And there's so many people's input from Jared to Jason Greenplatt to, I mean, there are to David Friedman. I mean, there's so many, yes, John, yeah. there's so many great ministers yeah. as well that were a part of this. And and but I said, God's word says, and I kept reiterating that. Oh. And I said, oh, I said God's word says, and I remember that moment and and that kind of tension of that 24 hours not knowing and glued to the TV and just what's going to happen. And all of a sudden they showed these protesters and we're like, wait a minute, and it's protesters of the media, you know, and then <laughs> things that had yeah. already been in existence yeah. from over the Gaza Strip, yeah. and it was as peaceful yeah. as could be. Absolutely, it was amazing. Brother Copeland and I were there. For that, we went we went over to be a part of that honoring Israel because the Bible says when you bless Israel, the Lord will bless you. That's right. And we wanted to be a part of That's blessing right. Israel by standing with them when that decision was made to uh, to move the uh, embassy that day. And I tell you, it was peaceful in the city. It was an amazing weekend, and to to be in that. Uh, at that U.S. Embassy when that took place and hear Benjamin Netanyahu say this about President Trump. He said, President Trump, by acknowledging history, you have made history. history. And that was such a profound statement because that's all President Trump really did. He acknowledged the history that had been in place for 5,000 years since that was known as the City of David, which, duh, David, I think that's got something to do with Israel, doesn't Jewish. it? I think, I think he's Jewish. Is. Yeah. Oh, it was so, uh, so when he made the decision, it was on December the um, 6th that he kept his promise. Then he moved it then on May the 14th. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And on May the 14th, we were all over there and I was, I was with Ivanka and Jared and oh. um, uh, Benjamin Netanyahu and um, Ambassador Ailan yeah. and so many, I still call him Ambassador, he's a Minister of Defense, of course, Ailan and mm -hmm. so many different people. And, we're in the back there in the, the, the celebration and the, the holiness, You've, the awe of God. I mean, I'm sitting there weeping. Oh. You know, I'm sitting on the second row uh, there and I'm just, it was so, I was so in awe. Like I'm living this out. I'm living scripture out. Yes. Yes. And because a man, I said, thank you for having the courage you've had, President. I said, because of your courageous leadership to do what you said you would do, God's word has been fulfilled Amen. and God's word has come forth that as believers, we understand uh, what that means scripturally, what that means prophetically, what that means according to the word of God, um, the power of that. So I just, I mean, there are not enough adjectives that mm. I can sit here and describe. Well, they were sending pictures back to us and you could see the banners, make Israel great again. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> it, was awesome. it, it, it was everywhere you went, yeah. you know, it was, they were everywhere in the cell celebrations. I mean, yeah. I know you and Brother Copeland were there yes. the night before, one of the greatest celebrations. And, and so many people were there, both from our, the Jewish community, the Christian community, uh, and so many people that were believers were there. And just, it, it was, there are no words to describe. It was like the day of the inauguration for me. I it was working and putting together, you know, actually six faith services that we had. And I was working mm. as part of the My goodness. inauguration, all of that. And wow. the president initially said, you're going to pray. Yeah. And I said, uh, 
I said, sir, I really think six should pray. I, and we talked about it. And so I was one of the first, I was the only female clergy, first female clergy to first, ever first pray. First one Amen. to ever pray at an They can never take that away from <laughs> me, Pastor George. Yeah. I mean, it's awesome. awesome. I mean, it's recorded in history till the <laughs> Lord comes back. And I remember I stopped because I had all my to-do lists and we had to get these people to this bus by four something in the morning. And, you know, and I just stopped. And I looked up to heaven and I, I was thanking God for it. And I just, it was one of those, it wasn't a surreal, it was just a, a total moment of gratitude. And it was like all heaven, all, all everything stopped. And I took that moment in, the same with Israel. I remember I just stopped and I was frozen. I was like, my heart was beating. It was like, God, how amazing oh. are you? And how blessed are we going to be in America for yes. promise made, promise kept? Yes. And that would not have happened without our president right. yeah. doing yeah. and without him understanding the importance, that the base is so important. He knows that we pray every time he hears, we pray for him and what that means to him and his family. He understands the power of our prayer. And he understands, he says, I promise you, the one thing I can tell you about this president is he will do what he says That's he's right. going to That's do. Right. He, he has these deep convictions, I know, that he is not afraid to step forward in. This issue of moving the embassy to Jerusalem, that's not something a political strategist told him to do. No. In fact, no, in fact a political strategist in Washington, D.C. would have said, don't even mention that. Don't even bring yeah. it up. Because if you listed on the, if you did a survey of important items, you know, you've got jobs in the economy and immigration and right. health care and all that. Right. I mean, it's going to show up like way down here on a survey like that. You're but right. he knew it was important to God and to, and to having the blessings of God upon this country. It, well, it, it's, yeah. it's um, I mean, again, just one of those things that's um, beyond description. And we understand what the Word of God has to well, say. Well, he invoked this. the blessing on this nation. Yes, he yeah. did. We are standing on the blessing of the Lord. Genesis 12, 3, I will bless those that bless you. And whoever curses you, I will curse. And all the peoples of the earth will be blessed through you. Amen. Amen. And he invoked the blessing on us. And these, these, this promise that was kept has so impacted all of us. And again, it's something that is dear to our hearts because Israel is the apple of God's eye. That's right. It's That's right. And there's so much we can say through the Word of God. I'm looking at just some of the things from directly from the White House of it. President Trump opened the embassy in Jerusalem in just six months compared to the seven to ten years expected to how build. How much was it he saved? Watch how many millions. Watch initial modifications allowing the embassy to open cost just 400000 he saved literally millions upon <laughs> millions. Great. Uh, United States diplomatic staff in Israel has worked around the clock to ensure the embassy was ready to open by May the 14th. They begin to update all federal government maps to reflect Jerusalem's status as Israel's <laughs> capital under American policy. Glory to God. Right. So they immediately God. changed it. To celebrate the opening of the United States' new embassy in Jerusalem, the Trump administration set, sent high-level delegation led by Deputy Secretary of State, State John Sullivan, including Secretary of Treasury Steve Mnuchin, Senior Advisor Jared Kushner, Senior mm. Advisor Ivanka Trump, Social uh, Special Representatives for International Negotiations Jason Greenblatt. I mean, it just it goes on and on of all the things that he continued to do, <coughs> recognizing that, and the, what they continue to do in support of that, yeah. not just in America but around the world. Well, when and he the negotiations. So important. Yeah. When he did that, he was recognizing the sovereignty of a nation, Israel. Yeah. 
Another thing that he's done to recognize the sovereignty of a nation is the stand that he's taken for immigration in the United States, because that's about recognizing our own borders as being a key part of our sovereignty as a nation, and that we have a right to define who comes here, how they come here, define the legal process, require it, and what he's done with trade policy, all of those things, the, uh, the international court, criminal court, something Very we were important. talking about earlier, that's something he's done to help affirm our sovereignty as a separate nation. Every one of these things are connected. Israel is sovereign. The United States is sovereign as a nation. The, the ICC, which is the International Criminal Court, he is backing us out of yes. agreements that other presidents have tried to get us connected to, which would cause us to be subject to international courts in direct opposition yeah. to our own uh, const U.S. Constitution, which says we're a sovereign nation who governs ourselves. Yeah. We're not governed by the world. Exactly. Yeah. And what, what Buddy's saying is so vitally important right now because it does. It impacts everything. So he understands uh, from, a, from a biblical standpoint, from a constitutional standpoint, the importance of our sovereignty, of our Constitution. And uh, we cannot drive the importance home enough about these midterms because our president... Yeah. Um, while he's doing everything every day. We, the first year, I remember, we all came together at, at year one, and we went, we had a list, and we were like, we accomplished it all. I mean, we were like, yeah, you yeah. Know, now there's a lot more to be done, but we were like, oh my goodness, we thought this would take us four years to, you know, to do at least. And it was all done, and we just kept pushing and kept pushing. And, and I'm telling you, with the right um, house, Senate, like we right. said, those 23 yeah. seats yeah. in the House, those yeah. nine seats in the Senate, if we have that, I can only imagine yeah. how wow. much things will be changed for our children, our children's yeah. children, yeah. our grandchildren. So do you have a list, does the president have, a, I'm sure you do, of all of the things that are sitting in the Senate right now that, that are stuck, all those things that if we broke through that by our vote that we could get things done one right after the other after the other. I could start naming just off the top of my head right now so many from like we've talked about the lower courts, the judicial, yeah. immigration. Yeah. I know we'll probably have a whole show yes. on that. We can talk about immigration because I would really like to hit some of that. I've personally become involved. I kind of before looked at it and went, oh, I, I kind of understand it. But I, when I saw images, I wanted to really know. I've visited several of the refugee centers. I have touched the kids. I've come to understand the narrative is completely a false narrative. Mm -hmm. I, want, I want people to understand the truth. So from immigration to the judicial prison reform, yeah. our second chances. And he needs um, Congress to pass laws for prison reform and for immigration reform. It's right? huge. They, he, yeah. There's but limits to there's what he limits. can do with executive orders. So right now, like, well, we've got, we've got it through the House and we haven't got it through Senate right now yeah. with our prison reform, so we're working on that. We're tweaking that. And there's so many things that, that have to be done because, again, for legislation, yeah. which let's bring down legislation means to make it in law. Yes. Is that the yeah, easiest way to say exactly. it? To make it in law versus an executive order in place while a president is in office. So we have, in, in the last remaining moments, Terry, we have a breakthrough that we need. There's a breakthrough that's needed in that particular area to, to break things out. Last word. 
Joel 3, for behold, in those days, well, let me say, this follows the scripture that we're so familiar with. In the last days, I'll pour out my spirit upon uh, my servants, upon my handmaidens, and they'll, they'll preach, they'll pray, they'll prophesy, and there'll be signs in the heavens above and in the earth beneath, and we're all, yay, blow the trumpet. But this follows that. And the Lord said, I will gather, I will gather the nations, bring them down to the valley of Jehoshaphat, and there I will deal with them execute and execute judgment on them. Why? For the treatment of my people and my heritage, Israel, hmm. whom they have scattered among the nations and have, and because they have divided my land. So the first move, then moving the embassy to Jerusalem was the first thing not dividing the capital, not yeah, dividing yeah, yeah. the nation yeah, that way. Right. But that's there right. are other moves to be made. There are other things that yeah. are to happen. Otherwise, there's judgment set in place for our nation, not because God wants to judge America. Correct. That judgment's already been established. He already said that, George read it in Genesis. So what we see here is how important this is to God. And if we voted on the basis of nothing else alone yeah. but this, then mm, we have it. a stand. We have a righteous stand before the God and the judge of all the earth that said, we are moving your way. We are moving this nation yeah. towards your way, Lord. Therefore, we are asking you to move upon the people of this nation and give us our judges back. Give us our Amen. Congress. Give us men and women Amen. who will Amen. heed the voice of the good shepherd yes. and Amen. do what's right before Praise. the judge and, of all the earth. And did you know, in some ways I hate to make this partisan, but we've got, to, we've got to impart truth. Did you know there was not one single Democrat, not one, not one. that went to the no. dedication ceremony Though the invited. in Jerusalem. They invited. were all invited. Yeah. Not one not no. attended. And this tells you, where they this stand. Tells you uh, well, that because the line is Good point. is drawn, and so we want to be on the God side. Now I know some churches actually have got the idea that the church has replaced Israel. Well, if the church can replace it, the everlasting covenant God made with Israel, then who can replace His covenant with you? That's mm. that's nonsense. So our faith, we see that God has a plan. Corinthians yeah. says a plan for the nations. A plan for Israel, a plan for the church. And part of that plan is that the church rise up and that the nations be supportive to his people, Israel. Amen. Yep. So that's where we stand. That's how we pray. That's how we pray. Amen. Pray. pray it, Father, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. We thank you for thank the momentum you. that you mm. have started thank you. and the inspiration thank of the Spirit resting upon the men and women of God in yes. our Congress and Praise. in the White House yes. that will listen. Now, thank Lord, we pray that yes. there be men and women that will hear the voice of the Good Shepherd, yes. Jesus, who said, these are my brethren and will follow his voice in to the voting booth and we will bless Israel yes. and thereby we expect Thank the you. blessing of the Lord on these United States right. in this election yes. and moving forward until the day that the Lord says the judgment of the nations is now. Yes. We thank you for it, Father. In that name of Jesus, amen. 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 Stay with us. I'll be right back. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And remember, Jesus is Lord.